Hi there, I'm Erin Kraber. I'm a marketing professional with a passion for building a community of industry-leading women navigating careers and motherhood at the same time. Every week, I'll be sharing tips and tricks to help women grow their local businesses, build their personal brands, and be leaders in their communities, and sharing the stories of women who make it happen while keeping the kids healthy and the house still standing. This is a place for honest conversations among women about business and motherhood. Welcome to Motherhood Merged. Welcome in for today's episode of the Motherhood Merged podcast. I'm your host, Erin Kraber, and I am so excited you are tuning in today. I'm a brand strategist with 15 years of experience in marketing and brand development. It's my mission to share actionable tips for you to feel confident in your role as a career-driven woman and mother. I'm here to tell you it's possible to be both a successful professional and a satisfied mother at the same time. While I'm recording this, we are in the middle of a crazy time here in our house. The school year is winding down with only a couple of weeks to go, and that brings a whole list of events and activities to keep track of. Now, don't get me wrong, I am so happy the kids have been able to be in school every day of this calendar year. But it almost seems like I forgot how to manage all the things that come with the end of the year, like Teacher Appreciation Week, Spirit Week, Field Day, Class Picnics, and all that good stuff. Just one year without it, and I'm out of practice. One piece that my 11-year-old has been working on is what they call a leadership passport. It's an optional slash extra activity just for fifth graders to do before the transition out of elementary school and on to middle school. This leadership passport is a workbook where they learn about and complete activities for seven different leadership habits. With each habit they complete, they meet with a different teacher to get their passport book stamped. And when they have all seven, there's a meeting with the principal and a short quiz. Now, my daughter Allie was really looking forward to this because up to this point, very few students have actually completed it. It was a way for her to go above and beyond and get the recognition that she really enjoys. Words of affirmation are absolutely her love language. And once you pass the quiz, the reward is that each student gets to paint a ceiling tile with a unique message or image that stays inside the school. She was excited about all of it up until it actually came time to do the work, because for her, it wasn't as exciting as she expected it to be. With the COVID protocols in school, and honestly not being in school for the majority of the fall, the activities were scaled back and they didn't get to visit with other teachers in person as the classes had done before. She kind of became uninterested, even though she had the workbook mostly finished early on in the school year. We didn't want to let her just mail it in because she was bored with it, especially since she had been so excited to complete it and receive the special ceiling tile. She also then was frustrated because she wasn't the first to finish. While she had stopped working on it, a few other overachievers among the fifth grade girls had passed her by. Finally, last week, she wrapped up all of her activities, got her stamps to complete the leadership passport. And when she came home yesterday, she had passed the test and was so excited to tell us all about it. But now she faces a new challenge with only two weeks to go, her ceiling tile. It's a blank canvas for her to display whatever message she wants to leave behind, her legacy for all the elementary school to see. And it's a little overwhelming for her right now. Last night, we did a little brainstorming while driving to and from dance. 
I asked her what her ideas were and she started getting really frustrated, like typical preteen response to any parent questions. I was trying to help her generate some ideas. Does she want to use a famous quote, paint a picture, or something completely different? And this is actually an exercise in personal branding. She has to determine what imagery or language she wants to represent her spirit and her personality. Jeff Bezos, the founder of Amazon, once said that your brand is what people say about you when you are not in the room. That's an overwhelming thought. And my daughter is definitely overwhelmed by the blank canvas and the task to create a brand statement for herself that isn't, in her words, lame. She's starting to suffer from analysis paralysis. Have you heard that term before? It's what happens when you spend so much time thinking about a task or project that it prevents you from taking any actual action. You get caught up in your head and forget that you need to move forward towards an end goal. So I'm sharing this story because it's a real-time example of brand building. My 11-year-old is just starting to piece together the components of her personal brand, the parts of her story she wants to share with others, and the positive traits and experiences she wants to become associated with. She needs to take action. In this case, it's as simple as creating a piece of art, but her hesitations are ones that are common. She's creating a story in her mind that there's a right way to do this that what she chooses requires permission or approval, and that she won't be as good as the person next to her. I want to share with you how these barriers are myths and steps you can take to overcome these negative emotions and take action. Your action might not be painting an inspiring quote on a ceiling tile in an elementary school, but no matter what your next step is for you, your personal brand is how you position yourself. I want you to feel confident that your brand is attractive and worthy of attention. If you are a busy woman who spends a lot of time on her feet, then let me tell you about Rothy's. Rothy's are comfortable and cute shoes that are sustainably made. They offer flats and sneakers in a variety of styles that are perfect for work or with a pair of jeans. Now, I'll be honest and say that I was a little surprised at the price tag at first, but I went with the simple pointed toe black flats and I have yet to purchase another pair of black flats since. They are comfortable, durable, and even machine washable. I've had mine for over two years now, and they still look brand new. Take $20 off your first pair of shoes from Rothy's when you visit aaronkraber.com forward slash podcast. Your feet, your back, and the environment will thank you. The first myth that I want you to let go of is this idea that there is only one way to create a personal brand, that there is a right way and a wrong way. Because honestly, there is no wrong way to build your personal brand. And the key word is your. Your brand is your story and no other person on this earth will have the same exact story as you. This barrier could come from fear, fear of putting yourself out front for judgment Maybe fear that you aren't ready for what's next, or even fear of rejection. But let's flip this script and view your personal brand as an opportunity. Remember, no one has your experiences or stories, so your personal brand is the very best way to share all about who you are with the world. You have the power to influence the beliefs others create about you by taking an active role in what's shared. Find your uniqueness. Build a reputation on the things you want to be known for, and then allow yourself to be known for them. 
The next myth to bust when it comes to your personal brand is that it requires permission or approval in order to be valid. This is something called imposter syndrome keeping you stuck. It comes from the belief that you aren't enough of something or lack a certain skill set or perform below some arbitrary standard you have created. It is time to channel your inner Elsa and let that go. This is your story and you can share it in any way that serves you best. It can be your resume, your social media profiles, a blog, your local brick and mortar business, and so much more. But holding on to some standard or seeking some level of approval will always keep you stuck. If you can believe that the only approval you need is your own, that you will have the power to give the permission and accept the open invitation, your brand will become instantly more attractive. The third myth keeping you from embracing your personal brand is comparison-itis. The fear that what you put out into the world won't be as good as someone else. That what you share or how you position yourself will not measure up to the next Instagram profile or the next candidate up for the promotion, or to your competitor business across town. In order to embrace your personal brand and tell your story, you have to be willing to put the blinders on or put your head down and get to work. Now, it's one thing to do a little bit of research on brands you aspire to be like or women you admire in your profession, but at a certain point, you have to finish the research and move into action. I'm sure you've heard this one before, but it's worth repeating. You can't compare your beginning to someone else's middle. When you scroll social media or LinkedIn profiles or business bios, it's easy to assume that everyone is further along or doing things better than you are. It happens to the best of us. We are only human and we're bombarded by all the best moments of other humans' lives on social media. It might feel a little uncomfortable or a little messy to put yourself out there as a brand, but every single personality or business has to start at the beginning. How quickly you grow and scale is completely up to you based on your own personal goals and objectives. Your brand is your narrative to control. So why am I so passionate about your personal brand? Because all too often I see women worthy of something bigger getting in their own way. We tend to downplay our knowledge, skills, abilities, and experiences instead of embracing them. Your personal brand is all of those things in one powerful package. And I hope talking through some of these myths provides a little bit different perspective. And if you're feeling stuck and not sure how to move through the thoughts holding you back, just start with something small an update to your LinkedIn profile, an application for a new position, a post on social media inviting customers to interact with you online. Take action, even if it's small, because creating just a little bit of momentum will propel you forward. Now, I tried explaining this to my daughter the other night while we were talking about her ceiling tile project. It's the very last thing she will do as a student at her elementary school. Only she knows what should go on her tile, and her opinion is the only one that matters. The same is true for the persona you project into the world. That's your story to tell and yours alone. So find a way around those roadblocks keeping you from achieving the next big thing. But then again, what do I know? I'm just the mom, and in the words of the preteen, moms just don't get it. 
I am passionate about helping women to embrace, leverage, and scale their personal brands. If you think this is something that you'd like to explore further, I encourage you to reach out and let's connect. Your brand isn't a logo or a color scheme. It's the whole package of who you are and what you have to offer as a powerful woman in this world. Your brand matters for so many reasons, and this conversation was just the tip of the brand building iceberg. So if this has you interested and you're looking for more, please be sure to DM me on Instagram or visit erincraper.com to set up a time to chat. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Motherhood Merged. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I love putting it together. If you want to know when new episodes drop, be sure to subscribe on the platform of your choice so the newest episodes are automatically there and ready to enjoy. And if you want to help the show grow and reach more women who can benefit from hearing what I share, I would be so grateful if you would leave a review or share this episode with a friend. Super easy. Take a screenshot, post to your stories with a key takeaway or two, and don't forget to tag me at Aaron underscore Kraber, and I'll be sure to shout you out in return. Until next time, stay sane, my friends.